welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. We are your hosts, Joseva Kapadia and Jasper Rivers. Get paid for your pad. 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 Get paid for your pad, episode number 254. I'm here in Barcelona with my very good friend, Blake. He's sitting right next to me. He's Aussie, so I hope you guys are going to be able to understand him. His uh, accent is pretty strong, um, but he promised he'll, he'll do his best. Uh, he's, uh, he's an Airbnb host in Melbourne. So, Blake, welcome to the show. Thanks, Jasper. It's good to be here. Awesome. How are you enjoying Barcelona? Yeah, it's a, it's an amazing city. I really like it, and um, you know the company. It's a, you know sorry for that, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, we've been uh, enjoying Barcelona a lot. The food is amazing. It's amazing climate. It's like seventy to eighty degrees every day. Almost we get sunshine almost every day. Although last couple of days it's been raining, but uh, it's not very Airbnb friendly here. There's a lot of strict regulations around Airbnb. But we're going to talk, be talking all about Airbnb Plus because Blake actually applied for Airbnb Plus for his uh, Airbnb in Melbourne, Australia. And so we're going to be talking all about what the application process looks like, what requirements are there for hosts, and the potential benefits as well. Because Blake is a bit of an expert <laughs> when it comes to that, right? Maybe one day soon when I finally get Maybe one day soon when I finally get approved. <laughs> yeah. But first, uh, tell us about your Airbnb story. Like, how did you get started? How long have you been hosting? And what have your experiences been so far? Yeah, I so I started hosting in November of 2017 when I first got back from traveling and I was going to quit my job. So I was looking for ways to increase the revenue I was getting from my apartment that I owned in Melbourne. So after I met Jasper, uh, the idea dawned on me that, that I should have been airbnb it the whole time. So I quickly um, went to cancel my lease with my tenants and planned to start airbnb my apartment. But there was a few months before I could get my tenants to move out. So in the meantime, I I rented a three-bedroom house with with my business partner at the time. And we had a spare room. So we thought, why don't we just airbnb one of the rooms to start getting some experience and like learning how to do it. Uh, So we spent a few months just doing one room. Which was, which was interesting. We met a lot of people uh, and it was over the, the busy summer period. So we, we always pretty much had it full. And then, uh, then after I started traveling again, I, I ended up airbnb being my, my house as well as my apartment. So I have two listings right now and they're both going really well. And I'm, I'm excited coming into the, the Christmas period, which is the busiest period uh, in Australia because it's summer. Yeah, that's right. Like, uh, and you guys in Australia do everything the other way around, no? Like, you have in the winter, you guys have summer, and in the summer, you guys have winter. Yeah, that's it, definitely. Does the water also like go in a different direction when you like flush the toilet? Yeah, um, and um, and people are pretty strange down that way too. So we do everything different. Why? Why is it that Australians want to do everything different? Like, where does that come from? <laughs> um, 
I, I would have to say that it probably comes from us being uh, being a uh, convict nation, and we don't actually want to do everything differently. I would say within our society, everyone wants to do everything the same, but compared to the rest of the world, I'd say we're pretty different. <laughs> we, I guess we've we've butchered the English language, so that's pretty different. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, let's talk about Airbnb Plus. So, what first of all, what made you decide to apply for Airbnb Plus in the first place? Well, my apartment was was fairly nice. I spent a, I spent a lot of time and effort thinking about the. I guess the design and decor as well as getting good quality things for my apartment. And when they when they sent around the emails for Airbnb Plus, I thought, well, well I didn't see why mine couldn't be because it's a it's a pretty small t- two bedroom apartment, but it's really like clean, tidy, uh, lots of natural light in a beautiful location. So I thought it would be a, a, a great candidate for it, as well as all the reviews I was getting was people were kind of raving about it and really surprised with how good the apartment was for kind of what they were paying as well. Uh, so it kind of felt like a natural fit. Awesome. So for those who are not familiar with with Airbnb Plus, let me just kind of summarize what it is, right? So Airbnb Plus is kind of like a selection of the highest quality homes with hosts known for great reviews and attention to detail. So every home is visited in person uh, by someone from Airbnb and there's a 100 plus point quality uh, inspection list um, that they'll use to to see if your if your home qualifies, and if it does, you're you're gonna get one of those Airbnb Plus badges, um, which which I'm assuming is gonna is gonna enable you to charge a higher price and probably raises your occupancy. Those are kind of the benefits from being an Airbnb Plus host. Uh, you have to be highly rated, like 4.5 4.8 stars plus on average and most of the airbnb plus homes if you look on on the airbnb website you'll see that you know they kind of stand out in terms of design they're typically themed and they they tend to have like a lot of amenities uh, one of which is uh, keyless entry which is a requirement Um, but there's a lot of other requirements as well So let's go over some of the requirements. So first of all, it's got to be thoughtfully designed, which means that you know you, you got to have like cohesive interior design. Layout of furniture should be arranged, not cluttered. There should be design elements like artwork and photography. Um, the counters and the cabinets should be organized and clutter-free. Wires and cables for electronics should be organized. Those are kind of like the design aspects. It should be very comfortable, easy check-in, lockbox, digital lock. Beds should be elevated off the floor, have a flat mattress. Uh, Private bedrooms should have a private bathroom uh, with a bathtub or shower. There should be at least two sets of plush towels, hand towels and washcloths per bathroom. I'm I'm reading this from the Airbnb website. Uh, At least eight clothing hangers, and an empty drawer or shelf are provided for guest clothes. Window treatments such as curtains or frosted glass provide privacy. And then there's it's, it should be well-equipped, fast Wi-Fi with download speeds of up at least 5 Mbps. Which is can be a big problem in Australia <laughs> because it's really slow internet there. I, I guess five, uh, five is not that high, though, is it? No. <laughs> Australian internet is just that bad. Well, you guys are so far away on the, on this remote island, so I, I can imagine it's a bit, a bit slower down there. 
Um, you should have a printed house manual, TV remote control, access to entertainment, such as cable, Netflix, Roku, uh, smoke, carbo, carbon monoxide detector should be installed, ironing board, filtered water, supply of coffee and tea, uh, bathrooms should have a hairdryer, shampoo, conditioner, hand soap, body soap. Kitchen has assen- essentials like frying pan, salt, pepper, cooking oil. Um, then it should be very, very well maintained. Outdoor areas are well kept. Entrances are clean and illuminated. Door to listing closes properly, has lock. Furniture is in good condition. Walls, floors, and ceilings don't have visible scuffs, crack- cracks, stains. Carpets and rugs are in stains or too worn. Um, lights work in all spaces. Anyway, you get the idea. There's a lot of requirements. It really has to be has to be very high end. Um, there's a $149 application fee um, to become an, an Airbnb Plus host. And so, if you're interested in this, Blake is now going to explain you what the application process looks like and and what to expect as well because it's uh it, it can take a while and uh there's definitely some uh some some hiccups in the process it seems so so blake tell me um what's you know what what does the application process look like, like how do you apply yeah so i did this back in april so it's now october uh back in april there was an option on the website to you know, apply for Airbnb Plus. And the first part of it is basically just a an online application where they have a bunch of questions and say, make sure you've got all of these required elements, which is pretty much what Jasper just talked through, kind of what they list on the website that your, your property should be like. Uh, but basically, it's if you think about it in terms of, you know, what would this place look like if it was a, a, you know, a nice hotel or if it was a you know, a, a really well-maintained kind of serviced apartment is the more of the vibe they're going for. So they can't be like leaking taps or, you know, um, you know, broken door handles and all your plates and cutlery have to match, um, you know, thoughtfully designed, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, you know, and, and then your like towels need to be nice. You can't just have like these cheap kind of old worn out towels and there's little nice extra touches that really make it, it nice. And that's kind of just the price of entry. And then once once you apply online, you kind of tell them that, yes, I've checked off all these. I have a full kitchen. I have all of these items that you require in the kitchen and, you know, all my all my windows aren't cracked. You click through to that and then they'll – it gets sent off to Airbnb for a review and someone at Airbnb will review the listing photos as they are and then kind of give you some tips on whether they think it's ready to for them to come and inspect it. So – They'll look for all those things like we talked, uh, Jasper talked about, if they can determine that from the photos. So the better your photos are, the better the chances of coming get, and actually getting an inspection. But you know, my experience was that I'd submitted all my photos and showed them that I had everything that they required. And I had to wait, I had to wait probably two or three weeks. And then they came back and said, all right, you know, it looks great, but... Uh, the master bedroom, you know, we'd like you to do something with this, with the wall. There's a, there was a, basically a wall that didn't really have much on it. So I was like, all right, no problem. And I flew back to Australia about a week later and went and put the put a few things on the wall and made it a bit nicer and then took another took another photo, uh, put some curtains up and did did some all round design fixes and then sent them the new photos and then I waited about a month and I got another email back saying, oh, you know, good job. 
But now you should have a look at this room, which was pretty frustrating because I'd flown back to Australia for a few things, but this was one of them. Um, and then, you know, then I had to go back and fix another room, which was pretty frustrating when I'd already done, you know, been, I'd already blocked out for a few days from ten, from having guests so that I could go and do it. You know, I was in the country, I was able to do it. And then, you know, then obviously somebody else had reviewed the, the listing uh, and then they, someone else had a different opinion. So then I had to fly back again and do another wall in, in the living room, uh, which was, you know, I think it, overall it's made it a nicer place, but it was pretty frustrating. Then after that, I, I submitted those fixes, which then, uh, and, and I guess on a note on submitting the fixes was that, you know, I'd, I'd shown them what I'd, what I'd ordered um, because essentially the, the second time around, the fixes were basically just buying knickknacks and like a, a painting to hang up. So I sh- I'd ordered them and I was going to have my cleaner just put them up. Um, but to get to get the, rev- the process happening again, I kind of sent them off, hoping that they would just be like, all right, cool, yeah, put those in and, and they'll be good. But they're like, okay, great, send us a photo once they're all like displayed. So you kind of need to get it finished and then show them that. Um, yeah, th- then I sent that off and, and they a couple of weeks later they said they were going to send out a an Airbnb photographer to or basically an Airbnb rep to take a to take a look at the place. So I had to book that in and fit that in between guests and block out a day or two for that. And then I was away during the inspection, but I had my, my housekeeper attend. And basically it was just the, it was the same photographer as I used to actually get my professional Airbnb photography done. So she came out and she said the place was great and there was a couple of small things that needed to be um, done. And I was like, all right, great. Well, I look forward to seeing what they are because I was going to be in Australia for another month or so. So I was able to do any of the fixes. Fast forward about two and a half months, I and about 10 customer service emails asking what was going on because uh, I still hadn't got the notes from that inspection. So it took about two and a half months and I eventually finally got them. But now I'm overseas again. So there's not much I can really do right now. Uh, and a lot of the fixes were things like, you know, you don't have a carbon monoxide detector, but I actually do. But like, I guess they looked at it more like that's just a smoke detector. Um, you know, other things like, you know, there was only instead of having two hand towels for every guest or, or whatever the requirement is, I had like, you know, instead of having four hand towels, I only had three, which was just a matter of the hand towels in the cupboard, um, and a few other little things like that. But the most frustrating thing was they came back and said all right, this third room needs, needs something else on, on the wall. So I'm like pretty frustrated at this point that it's taken me three or four goes around having design fixes that, you know, you know nothing's really changed in, in the pictures. So uh, that's been a bit annoying. The, I guess the next step from here is that they, they've taken new pictures, but I don't actually have those pictures yet. And then the new pictures will be uploaded once I make those fixes which is also a little bit frustrating because now I'm going to change the design of a couple of the you know a couple of things so the picture is going to look different from what the listing ends up as so I might end up having to pay for another photographer to come out and do it again you know what I, I have two listings and I only decided to do the apartment on Airbnb plus because you know, while my other listing is really nice, actually, I think the other the, the other listing is is nicer place to live and stay, but it's also a bigger place, and ju- I just don't think it fits 
for what Airbnb Plus is looking for um, because it would be a lot more effort for me to, you know, decorate every room and put art and, uh, you know, nice furniture in every room. And given that it's a bigger place, it's a lot got a lot more opportunity for things to break, things to go wrong. So for me, when I looked at that, I was like, I don't think that the potential extra booking, even though this place is booked a lot of the time, the extra revenue that I could potentially charge by having on Airbnb Plus, I don't think it was worth it for how much, like how hard it would be to maintain the quality, especially while I travel. But my apartment was because it's small, it's pretty well self-contained. While I travel, I can pretty much, I know that it's going to be, you know, more or less maintain a high level of quality. And that's, that was the other thing that I was considering when I, I was considering going to Airbnb Plus is, is realizing that once you do it, the expectation of you know, cleanliness, like um, having it well-maintained, um, everything restocked, that kind of stuff is really high. So if my cleaner forgets to put out enough toilet paper, then that's going to be really, really bad for my ratings. Whereas you know, right now on normal Airbnb, it, it, it might not be affected as much because people don't expect as, as high a... Um, standard of service. Yeah, I'm, as you're saying that, I'm, I'm I'm wondering what happens if you get approved for Airbnb Plus, and and then you get a couple four star reviews, and your you know let's say your average drops from four point eight to four point seven. Like, do they do they immediately like kick you out of the Airbnb Plus? Do you lose the badge immediately? I'm not sure how quickly it happens, and I'm also not sure if you have a new set, like a new review system for Airbnb Plus. Because, you know, if I, if, if I had start getting reviewed now for Airbnb Plus, it would take a lot of bad reviews to get me down from a five-star, you know, 4.9 or five-star rating because I have a lot of reviews already built up. So I'm not sure if they reset the kind of count for that. Um, but that would be an interesting point. I, I'm not sure how quickly they'll, they'll remove you. I would imagine it wouldn't be straight away, but I guess I'm just speculating on that. The other thing is that if you decide, if I decide that I don't want to be part of it anymore, you can just opt out and they'll remove your listing. Um, but then they, they just remove the badge or do they actually, you don't have to create a new listing, do you? No, no, I think they just they just take it out of the category of Airbnb Plus. Um, Airbnb Plus isn't in every city, but in the cities that it is, it'll it'll show up kind of above everything else in the search rankings. So that was what really drew me to it as well, is, is kind of getting... It, it almost felt like in my city it it might be required in the long run. If a lot of people start getting on Airbnb Plus, then all of their homes are going to get shown before yours. And it looked like they were all charging a lot higher rates than, than the average. And go, going back to what you what you said about the application process, I can imagine it's really... Frustrating if you know you send in the pictures and then they they tell you to make some adjustments and then you make the adjustments and you send new pictures and then they just send a new list of adjustments and you're wondering like okay can you, why can't you just give me everything in in, in the first the first time right yep. um, and so I'm just trying to think for people that want to apply in the future like what what could people do to sort of prevent that uh, and one thing that comes to mind is. You know, if you send all the pictures and the, and the person comes back with the with the fixes, um, maybe maybe it'd be good to send another message and say like, "Hey, are you are you sure like you don't want anything fixed in these rooms?" Or just kind of like double checking, confirming that this is it and there's not going to be any any anything else. Um, although if it's a different person reviewing the case, then 
you know, I guess, I guess that might not work. But uh, is there anything else you think that uh, that you could do? Maybe, maybe if uh, if they if they come back and say, oh, you have to put something on the wall in room one, and then you might want to look at room two and three. And if you see that there's nothing on the wall there, you might just like kind of you know take those recommendations and apply them for for all other rooms to decrease the chance that they're going to come back and say, oh, well, now do the second room. Yeah, that, that, that would be my recommendation is that w if they tell you to do something in one room, do it, take a critical eye on all the rooms with that feedback. But then as well, they'll, they can still come back with something you didn't even expect or think of. So a, a good way to do it is you can start looking at some of the other Airbnb Plus listings in your area and kind of see what, what they're doing and the level of furnishings that they've got. And... While some people will look at some design and be like, oh, I like this room because it's kind of minimalist, it's very clean and tidy, you know, an Airbnb Plus reviewer might be like, oh, well, I want to see some more of your personality in this room. And that kind of leads me to, to thinking about, yeah, expressing your personality or expressing a little bit of a theme. So a lot of the Airbnb Plus listings will, will have a little bit of a character to them. So having some sort of character that, that flows throughout the whole up the whole property would I feel like would would make it so that you're a lot less likely to have to go and fix rooms later because just having that theme will help tie in all of the design of the whole place yeah that makes a lot of sense and by the way Airbnb plus is not available everywhere right it's available right now I'm reading this from the website Austin Barcelona Cape Town Chicago Los Angeles London, Melbourne, Milan, Milan in Italy, Montreal, Rome, San Francisco, Shanghai, Sydney, and Toronto. Uh, I'd say there's there's two places that are kind of missing on this list that kind of surprises me a little bit. There's Paris, which I think think is still the, the biggest, largest Airbnb market, and then New York is missing from this list as well. Do you have any ideas why they, they didn't include Paris and New York? Yeah, I remember reading a while back that were talking about rolling this out progressively in smaller markets where they can it can actually like meet the demand because there's a lot of work on their end to review the fixes, you know, have people go out and inspect the properties. And they also I think this is a bit of a pilot program, so they're really testing and making sure that this this works and they can can continue to get deliver like high quality. If you look at what this move is from, from Airbnb, it seems to be a move to compete more with the hotels and higher-end hotels and apartments. Uh, so they'll, they really want to make sure their product is, is going to be very good. Uh, that's why I would think it's a kind of a batched release. And then I can't speak for this, you know, a, a lot of cities in particular, but the, there, is, you know, there is a lot of pushback for Airbnb, obviously, in, in different cities. So... Um, you know, a place like Melbourne right now is a really it's it's fine for Airbnb. There's no real there's no real fight or pushback around the like, regulating it or anything like that. There's people talking about it, but it's it's also a market where people can feel safe to go and spend you know extra money, a couple of thousand dollars on furnishing their places. You know, it would, be, it would look pretty bad for Airbnb if they were in a city where uh, they were about to you know start regulating Airbnb pretty heavily or. Um, or make it not worth hosting on Airbnb and then people had gone out and spent a bunch of money on furnishing their places really, really nicely. 
Yeah, and it kind of surprises me that Barcelona is on this list because there's uh, there's so much uh, stuff going on here in terms of regulations. It's probably one of the strictest markets in terms of Airbnb uh, around, and San Francisco is on there too. But I, I guess San Francisco is one of those places where at least the regulations are kind of set, so people kind of know what to expect. Right. Uh, whereas in some of these other markets like New York and Paris, or in, and even here in Barcelona too, it's still you know, it's still kind of unknown what what the end result is going to be in terms of regulations. Um, uh, Los Angeles is uh, different parts of Los Angeles are, are having you know struggles as well currently. So in those places, if you're if you're planning to do Airbnb plus in those places, I guess you might want to just wait and see like what what comes of the regulations, just like you said, before you invest a, a whole lot of money, because it, it does seem like you have to invest a reasonable amount of time and and uh, and money as well in order to get everything up to the quality that Airbnb is expecting. And so it's a, it seems like a fairly big investment in, in order to get it. Like, do you, do you think the benefits are going to be worth it? Yeah, I'm not sure yet. I'm going to look at, I'm still going to do my apartment and, and, and follow this through because I've spent so much time on it already. But they, they say on the website, you know, seven times more listing views and 70% more nights booked. I wasn't really too concerned about the percentage of nights booked because I already have a pretty high occupancy rate. It's more about being able to charge uh, a higher rate because I know that I know that what my apartment is is a lot nicer and cleaner and more organized and more convenient than a lot of the other apartments in the area that are charging the same or more money. Um, so having it on Airbnb Plus and having it show up above all the other homes was a pretty big, big thing for me. The other thing I noticed about Airbnb Plus was that, <clears throat> you know, say I search for, for my area in Melbourne, which is St Kilda. If you just search normally, you're searching for homes in St Kilda, you know, you'll, find, you'll find properties in St Kilda for just the regular homes. But if you search... If you search, you know, if somebody's searching homes in Melbourne and they're t searching a completely different suburb that might be, you know, it might be 10, 20, 30 minutes away from where I am, my Airbnb Plus will still show up in their search rankings rather than just all the homes in that suburb that they searched for. So I'll potentially get a lot more people searching, for, uh, finding my property that aren't actually searching for it because mine's in an amazing location and it has really good access to public transport and all that other stuff. It, and it will be much better to, than staying in, like it's a little bit further out of the city than some places closer to the city, but it will be way more convenient, easier to get around, you know, much better amenities than those places closer in the city. But people visiting the city won't really know that. So be out, by being able to be on Airbnb Plus really kind of shows my property to those people as well. Cool. Is there anything else people need to know about Airbnb Plus before we finish up this podcast? Uh, I would say yeah, don't don't uh, don't think it's going to be super simple and easy process. Uh, even if you do feel like you have all your your ducks in a row, it's all you know. You, you feel like it's all your place is good to go. You'll probably be surprised with what they come back with. Um, you know, it's it's been a fair bit of effort, uh, and I think. But then again, like some hosts out there might already be you know really really good and really ready for the program. You know, I've been into some Airbnbs that I guess kind of fit the the yes this is an airbnb uh like you can tell somebody kind of lives there and you know it's 
the details are kind of a little bit, all right, I'll just accept it because it's Airbnb and I understand I'm paying a lot less than a really nice service department. But that's not true with Airbnb Plus. You kind of really need to really need to up the standards pretty highly. So if you're a host that's already got really, really high standards, it's really clean and it, and it is purely set up for guests, then yeah, it might be a great option for you. Yeah, now that Airbnb Plus is still pretty new, it's it's probably uh, a pretty good way to stand out from from the crowd in the future. More and more people will probably go for Airbnb Plus. So it's always it's always good to be ahead of the curve. Awesome, Blake. Well, thank you so much for uh, for sharing all your wisdom. I, I hope I will be able to make it to Melbourne and I can actually like check out your uh, your place and. Um, Keep me updated on, on how this process is going. You started it in April and it's October now, so it's been it's been six months already. Uh, hopefully for you, it's not going to take too much longer. Um, but yeah, keep me updated. And um, for all the listeners, thanks for listening. And next week there'll be another episode. So hope to see you then. Get paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet.